Welcome to FIO on the Air, the voice of the festivals and events industry in Ontario. Please welcome our CEO and your host, Dave McNeil. Hello and welcome to FIO on the Air. Today we've got a festival showcase. We're talking to the good folks up in the town of Georgina who run Country Fest. Uh, Forrest Jones, welcome to FIO on the Air. Well, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate the opportunity. So just so for some of our listeners out there, can you just give everybody uh, a sense of where the town of Georgina is in Ontario? Yeah, for sure. Well, we're, we're about 45 minutes north of the city. Um, if anybody knows where Richmond Hill is, just north of that is Newmarket. And then just above Newmarket is us. So we're about 10 minutes north of Newmarket, a small little lakeside community, a population of about 40,000 people. And... Um, Yes, yeah, should be fairly easy for people to find us right straight up. The Don Valley also turns into the 404, so right to the very end, and you're you're almost there. And are you actually? Is your location actually on the lake? It's just it's uh, no, it's just off the lake a little bit. Um, we have a lot of people that have actually called, and they're going to come up for the entire day. You know, going to visit you know the lake, maybe have a swim, come over to the country fest, have lunch, you know, watch some of the bands, and so they're going to make a day of it. So it's uh, we've received a lot of calls, kind of from all over Ontario even asking about some of the local trailer parks and, um, you know, the places to pop up a tent. And so it's been kind of interesting. And you know what? I think that's what festivals are all about, right? Bringing community together. And I think the more partnership we can do like that is come to see our festival. But while you're in town, we've got this to offer. Why don't you stop over here and do this? You know, it's it's a lot of times it's more than just the festival that's happening, that that the festival attendees can enjoy the the area. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I attend quite a number of festivals myself, so um, not only just to see what they're doing, but also to just enjoy, uh, you know, just different parts of Ontario. So I've been to a number already and plan to go to, you know, quite a few. So aside from, of course, promoting our own, trying to do the same, you know, trying to do that everywhere we go as well. And Country Fest uh, 2019, how long have you guys been in operation? So this is actually the third year, but this is the first year of country music. We've done it a couple of previous years with like a Billy Joel, Elton John kind of pop, top rock, you know, that sort of a thing. So this is the first year with a country music theme. And we just decided to put together nine bands and just to go out, you know, all day pretty hard with it, starting at around 10, 11 in the morning and just have nonstop bands playing all day long. And everybody that's playing is all, you know, for the most part, fairly local, certainly all in Ontario. Uh, but then several that are really fairly close to home here as well. And your event happens in July, July 27th, is that correct? July 27th, it's a one-day-only event uh, for now, just simply due to, you know, um, trying to keep things all coordinated and together and, you know, financial, uh, you know, uh, commitments. Um, But all one day, July 27th, and it's at The Rock, um, ROC, in Georgina, and um, it's also kind of close to our Civic Center. It's a fairly huge facility. Um, We have a basically have the whole park to ourselves that day. We've got some baseball diamonds, volleyball, you know, beach volleyball going on and horseshoes. And so it's quite a, quite a large facility. Should be a, should be quite a fun event, especially now that we've converted to the kind of country music uh, genre. And, and how has that been accepted by your, uh, your festival goers or are they looking forward to the uh, country theme? Have you, have you got a sense of that yet? Well, I mean, we're still, you know, two months plus or so away from it. And, I haven't really started a whole lot of the advertising yet. I mean, we're just now getting into the start of it, and the website has been hit quite hard, which is a nice thing. The Facebook pages, you know, uh, Twitter and all that stuff, it's been trending very, very well. So the response that we've had has been genuinely overwhelming. 
Um, we've also have, you know, nine bands that are also going to be promoting the heck out of it. I mean, but it's a little bit too early to, you know, kind of get everybody in full steam. But with the number of things that we've got going on, aside from the bands, be it a car show and, a, you know, a cutie, cutest baby contest and a you know family fun zone. And I mean, there's just so much going on in that area, in our area that day that you could come for more than one reason, food trucks. You know, so this is more than one reason to come to Country Fest. And your tickets are very reasonable. Can you talk about your price structure? Yeah, we try to make it very accessible for literally everybody. Uh, so it's $5 for an adult for a, what we classify as a general admission ticket. And that basically just gets you in the door. Um, we have a you know beer garden and all that stuff going on as well. We also have a $25 VIP ticket. And it, it's a little bit different because the way our parking is structured at The Rock you can have some good parking, which is, you know, quite close to the proximity of, you know, where everything is. And then you can also have some not so good parking. So our VIP ticket is basically a $25 ticket and it gets you, of course, admission to the park. It also gets you a $5 beverage of your choice from either Brock Street Brewery Beer Garden or the Jose Cuervo Margarita Bar. Um, or, and it also gets you a $10 voucher, if you will, to one of our food trucks. So, I mean, you're getting pretty good value. Uh, along with that close proximity parking that I think is going to turn out to be very important for a lot of people just because, you know, who wants to walk, you know, a mile to get there? It's not that far away, but close proximity parking is kind of the key to the whole thing. And um, so we're trying to do that. And and not only that, 100% of the proceeds at the end of the day are going to charity. So, I mean, it's a win-win situation literally for everybody. Yeah, and that's always great when you can keep the money in the community and help those that live in your community it's a it's always a a a great perk um third year so you're you're relatively new festival you've got over that sophomore hump what what kind of volunteer base do you have and and is it an all year round thing that you guys meet or yeah so for the most part um i will say a fair bit of the business if you will uh, putting it together is done you know throughout the year by a very select few uh myself and you know a couple others Come the day of the week of, we, you know, are of course in need of, you know, parking patrol and, uh, you know, everything from security to, you know, runners to ice runners, you know, you name it. But we run usually about 30 to 40 volunteers and we usually try to get done folks in, in line about a week or two before the event, uh, give everybody, you know, a free t-shirt, feed everybody, do all that sort of thing. But the volunteer base is a very good base that comes usually also from the, you know, from the charities that we're trying to benefit um, so they have a, a large part of it as well. So, and not only that, it's a, just a genuinely a wonderful community where people just like to be engaged um, and uh, be part of something. And I have, I personally have a feeling that, you know, this with the meetings that I've had, even with the, you know, the folks that run the hoedown, I mean, have reached out to me and we're in fact trying to, you know, I don't want to say co-brand or anything like that, but they're supporting our event by advertising our event as well. So, uh, you know, you've got some pretty phenomenal Canadian bands that have played there over the years. And the fact that some of our participants, our, our performers, actually have tried out and won, you know, the Magna Hoedown, you know, competition as far as the, you know, the idol type thing goes. So the volunteers are coming from left, right and center. We need them badly. Um, and they're a huge part of our day because all you see is, this, you know, usually a sea of yellow um, shirts, which is the shirt color that we use to make sure everybody's identifiable. We're talking to Forrest Jones from the Georgina Country Fest 2019. Back in just a minute on Feel on the Air. Festivals and Events Ontario supports a lively, engaged, and dedicated festival and events industry. Purchase your Festivals and Events Ontario membership today and get a team of people working to help you succeed. 
Here's just a few benefits that membership provides. Promotion, saving money, networking, industry awards, supplier discounts, communications, skills development, and so much more. So many benefits, so little cost. Buy your membership today. Contact us now, Debbie at festivalsandeventsontario.ca. The voice of festivals and events in Ontario. FIO on the air continues. Here again is our host, Dave McNeil. Hello and welcome back to FIO on the air. We've got Forrest Jones from the Georgina Country Fest with us. Um, aside from the Country Fest and the main stage with uh, a number of acts, which we'll talk about in the next section, you've got a number of other events that happen throughout the day that uh, you know should keep your audience busy. Talk a little bit about the Cutest Baby Contest and, and where that all started. Yeah, that came to us uh, kind of in a unique opportunity that a model and talent agency, TN Model and Talent, came to us and uh, said, we'd like to you know, work with you to do something. And so we came up with the idea of the Cutest Baby Contest for Georgina. And basically what people need to do is register their baby. And uh, what we do is put all of the you know five-by-seven photos. We're putting them at one of the stores, one of our sponsors, Annie M's Closet. So we're putting them all up at the store up until about July 15th. And uh, we'll take then the top 10 uh, that we pick, you know, from a, from the pile, and then we'll post them at Country Fest on the day of. So on July 27th, there'll be 10 pictures of 10, uh, you know, children. And basically what everybody will be able to do is basically uh, invest a dollar per bid. And so if you want to bid 10 bids, you bid $10 into, you know, baby number one. And at the end of the day, whoever has the most bids will win the cutest baby contest. And all along with it, again, all that money we'll raise will go to charity. And the winning child and their family, they'll basically get a $500 photo shoot, courtesy of TN Model and Talent. And they're also going to get a one-year uh, contract agreement to be represented by TN Model and Talent. So it's kind of a you know, great opportunity if you know, those mothers and fathers out there, those families think they have a child worthy of such, a, such an honor. It's a great opportunity for us to partner with them and uh, bring something a little bit different um, and have a great reward available for those that want to enter the contest. And Forrest, let's just move right up through the ranks now. Uh, talk a little bit about the Family Fun Zone. Family Fun Zone sponsored by Allstate. Uh, those folks, uh, you know, they say you're in good hands, and, and you are. They came to us as well and said, what can we do? We want to be part of this thing. I think they see the vision of uh, what Country Fest is all about. So we have everything from the, you know, bouncy castle and the, you know, the basketball hoop thing and the hack, you know, the uh, potato sack race. And I wanted some of those traditional games that, you know, I used to play as a kid you know, at the, in the, in the schoolyard, you know, sports day. So the balloon toss, the egg toss, the three-legged race, I wanted to get back to some of that stuff that I used to do that I thought was fun back in the day and just bring it into our event. So Allstate has been great to sponsor that. And so there'll be a, a huge area, Nerf Wars, you know, um, face painting, you know, clown, you know, juggling guy. Um, we'll have all kinds of stuff for kids. And so they will be entertained. And kids get into the event for free. So, I mean, it's a pretty pretty good situation for everybody and are, are families able to bring their own food on site or is it uh, strictly your food trucks and i mean at the end of the day they certainly could i suppose um i mean our hope is that people want to you know um try something different we have about four or five food trucks that are coming and i think when they smell the food coming out of those food trucks they're gonna you know rather not have their peanut butter and jam sandwich that's just my guess uh, once you see some you know things like ribs cooking and uh so uh, we've got that. We also have Harvey's cooking. Our local Harvey's is taking over the inside of the chalet. 
and they're flipping up their burgers and all that fun stuff as well. So we're excited to have them too. So there will be a variety of food that should uh, be for the most discerning of tastes. So you've talked about Harvey's, you've talked about some ribs. What other uh, food trucks are, are going to be on your site? Are they all local or are you bringing some in from out of town? Yeah, they're coming from out of town. We don't. We have a few local trucks. Um, they're either busy that day, or they're already, you know, engaged with a, you know, they're either engaged with an event. Uh, we have a number of different things kind of going on within the community. Um, but we have um, a poutine truck and churro truck, uh, ice cream truck. Um, I, I mean, for from food point of view, I, I just think there'll be such a good variety that. We'll, we'll be in a good position this year. We were a little bit um, off course last year, but we, we we learned a lot from last year and the years before. So I'm having a, I have a great feeling about this year. I don't think anyone's going to have any issues with lots of food being being available. And you talked about the margarita and the beer zone. So obviously you've got a a beer garden or something on location. Yeah, we do. Uh, Brock Street Brewery, Whitby Boys, uh, they've uh, come to us as well and said we want to you know be a part of this. So we got their huge trailer coming out with you know the pour spouts and. So they'll be uh, they'll be here and uh, pouring a couple of different you know types of course to give some variety, but it's a fairly large area, along with the uh, the margarita you know Jose Cuervo margarita as well. So uh, those we provided last year just as a trial, and I mean it was probably the most successful drink. I've never seen something fly off the shelf so to speak so fast uh, than those those margarita things. So we're, we're we're so happy to have them back. They're also bringing their street team um, to you know throw out free swag and t-shirts and whatever it is they throw out uh to the you know to the crowd and so we're looking forward to having them as well should, should be fun so obviously you've got the beer garden i've got to ask you know cannabis is a hot topic in the festival world this year um have any of your volunteers or have you guys thought about uh your cannabis strategy and and what you're going to do around that that's a really great question, and one that unfortunately at the moment I can't answer because I still haven't met with. I, I need to meet with the fire department and our health. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm certainly sure that considering the fact that it's legal now, you know, we'll have a designated area per se. Uh, so I got to find out how the town wants to approach that. Um, I don't think that they've even thought about it, you know, coming up to their Canada Day festivities. So uh, it's a great question, and uh, what I'll have to do is post something online. Now that you've raised a great question, I'll post something online about how that's going to be taken care of come July 27th. Yeah, and I think that's something that all of our festivals that are happening this year are really taking a hard look at. And and I know a lot of folks are sitting back for a year to see what happens. And some are, you know, right on the cusp of, of trying to be leading edge and, you know, a lot of risks associated with it. So it it's definitely something as a festival organizer we all have to be cognizant of and and really know the ramifications on both sides of it. So, I mean, I'm all for you know equal opportunity for very you know for the things that are legal within our country, but we also have to keep in mind the safety, the overall safety and, and security of of our um, our people coming in, not only from our own area, but just I mean everybody coming from out of town and uh, and, and our volunteers and uh, our vendors, and so we'll have to take a hard look at that one. It's uh, so thankfully you know, you raised a great question. And thankfully, I still have two months to take care of that as an issue, as a, as a, a situation. Uh, now, you've also got a slow pitch. Uh, do you have a tournament going on, or just diamonds available? We got some slow pitch going on. Yeah, um, so it's just kind of um, it's not it's not organized per se. It's more just for fun. So you know, with you know, mom and pop and the kids want to you know go and have an at bat and you know try, you know run the bases and do stuff like that. So it's very informal. We definitely have a volleyball tournament going on. So. 
uh, our local volleyball, our local beach volleyball crew uh, here in Georgina. They've got a nice little network of teams, and so we're reaching out to all over Ontario to invite people over. So I'm letting, uh, working with our Riptide team uh, from Georgina to take care of that sort of thing. But we have three fantastic beach volleyball nets, literally right beside you know the chalet where the you know the main main focal point is for where the music is and the food truck. So I think the volleyball is going to be, I mean, weather permitting, of course, but it's rain or shine. Uh, Mother Nature has promised me a good day that day, so. Rain or shine, we're uh, going to have a beach volleyball and everything else. So it should be fun. And our horseshoes, the same type of thing. It's more of an informal pits are available if you want to have fun or if you got a, a tournament lined up yeah, for we're that. Probably gonna, we'll organize a little tournament around that. Um, that's kind of after my, you know, my uh, dad used to run tournaments many years ago. So, I, I mean, I know how to run those ones pretty easy, and I think they're fun. Um, and just horseshoes is just a great classic game that, you know, you can play a game and have a couple of beverages and just socialize. Uh, it doesn't take all day, you know, it takes, you know, 20 minutes maybe to play a game. So you can go through, you know, we'll have a f- several horseshoe pits to play on. So it's just for fun, just for something else to do, keep people entertained. You know, while the kids are bouncing on the bouncy castles, uh, the parents can play a game of horseshoes and listen to the band. Before we move on to our next section, you talked a lot about sponsorships and some of your partners. Uh, you've got a good community up there. People support what you do. Um, obviously, you've said people are coming to you, and that's always a great sign. Talk a bit about your partners. Yeah, it's a great sign. And I mean, without them, we wouldn't be able to have the events. Um, so when I first started this, uh, you know, the campaign, if you will, I mean, I started really after last year's ended, but I mean, I really didn't get full into it, you know, until um, until the winter of last year, moving into the moving into January, February. The first one, uh, and it's kind of an odd match, but our local funeral home, um, <laughs> kind of, again, it's an odd match because it's such a, you know, uh, difficult thing sometimes for people to talk about funerals and death and all that, but they just wanted to be part of a great event and just show that they're part of something that's, um, you know, different and, and kind of a unique situation coming to Georgina. So M.W. Becker Funeral Home is our, you know, one of our main sponsors along with 105.5. They came to us as well and they're more of a hits radio but, I mean, at the end of the day, they came to us and just said, listen, we'd like to work with you. The owner of the 105.5 also owns the Georgina radio stations coming, I think, in the fall. So it was a natural fit. Uh, the community, though, at large has been very good. I've already mentioned our local Harveys. And, I mean, every time you drive through their Harveys, they're going through some renovations right now. But if you drive through their Harveys, you, you get one of our little postcards that says, hey, look forward to seeing you at Country Fest. So overall, the community has been fantastic, I, I honestly have to admit. And, I mean, proof will be in the pudding come July 27th. At the end of the day, it's for three local charities. So this is 100% for the people, for the three local charities. We're talking to Forrest Jones from the Georgina Country Fest in 2019. Back in just a minute on Feel on the Air. Become a Festivals and Events Ontario member today and join a family of more than 500 members that represent over 1,400 festivals and events in Ontario. Knowledgeable, dedicated, and passionate event organizers and volunteers who can help make your event a success. Membership fees range in price depending on the size of your festival or event. If you're a supplier of goods or services, you can also become a member and get connected with planners across the province. So many benefits, so little cost. Buy your membership today. Contact us now, Debbie at festivalsandeventsontario.ca. Welcome back. FIO on the air continues. Here again is our host, Dave McNeil. 
We're back with Theo on the air talking to Forrest Jones from the Georgina Country Fest 2019. Okay, Country Fest, uh, that means you've got some country artists. Let's talk about your lineup and what you're excited about here. Well, the first thing I'm excited is the fact that we have nine bands coming. Um, so starting literally, I mean, our gates open at 10 o'clock, but the first, first person is a local gal. She's just absolutely fantastic, Bridget Wickens. She'll be going on at 11 o'clock. She's also going to be part of our opening ceremony with the mayor and our MP and uh, things of that nature to do O Canada. Um, so I'm excited to have our, a couple of local people start our event because uh, our, our second act is a young gentleman, Michael Cianelli. He's been involved. Uh, he, he was second, I think, in 2017 at the Magna Hoedown, you know, the competition there. Um, so he's uh, no, no stranger to the Georgina area. He's a local boy. And has a very pure, deep voice, Randy Travis-esque, and he's just fantastic. Uh, and in a couple of years, as he gains more confidence, he, he's going to be just, he's, and he already is wonderful. He's just, he needs the experience and he's just, but he's such a great young talent that I'm so excited to have. And everybody that we have uh, that are is on our lineup, and I'll tell you more of them, uh, but they're all just so um, unique and different. Uh, so, you know, you just, I'm excited to have, have, have such a variety. We have another young kid, Evan Farrell. He's a Stoville boy. And um, we were just, uh, we did a, a thing the other day, in fact, last week on the on the on the radio that'll air in July. But he's got such a pure, natural voice that they don't even look like they're trying, you know. So Evan Farrell's coming up. Uh, John Anderson is another young, very talented kid. In fact, was part of the Magna thing from 2016. I think it was 16 or 17. Uh, we have the Beresfords, um, a brother sister duo, super talented. They're going to be our. Uh, they're going on at around 12:30, just after. Um, the opening ceremony, so they're exciting, going to be exciting to watch. Again, local. Cam Bogle is a uh, young kid that's going to be playing the Daybreak Moonshine Band. Uh, if you haven't heard of them, they're, they're a fun little band. An interesting guy that I uh, just can't seem to get enough of is, is a kid by the name of Dustin Bird. I say kid, I'm not sure how old he is, but get a chance to listen to his voice. It's very, very different, very authentic, and I think he's going to be a great mix to our um, great mix to our, our event. And then our headline is Johnson's Creek Band coming on. They're going to go on about 8.30, 9 o'clock. And Johnson's Creek Band, they're kind of all over the place. Barry and, I mean, they have a, a full tour schedule, it feels like. You go onto their website and you'll see they're playing everywhere all over Ontario. So I'm looking forward to hearing them again um, coming July 27th. So again, it's a great chance to support some local artists, hear some great music. And, and who knows, uh, you know, an opportunity to say, well, I saw them back at Georgina Country Fest when they were just starting out. I, I have a strong feeling one or two of them you will definitely hear more of in the next two to three years. I'm 100% confident of that. Um, I'm not sure which one of the nine it will be, but very confident that uh, a couple of years from now you're going to, you know, you'll, you'll hear more of the, about some of those names. So we, we've piqued everybody's interest. Give us some information on how people can find out more information, where they can get tickets, where they can do some searching for themselves. So I've tried to make it as easy as I can. I mean, at the end of the day, uh, www.GeorginaCountryFest.ca. We also have our Facebook page, which is at Georgina Country Fest. And you can also call 905-251-3564. The tickets are available online right now. And as I mentioned, $5 for general admission and $25 for VIP. And tickets are available. We only have a limited number of VIP, though, so if anybody's interested in that, my recommendation is not to wait too long. So as you start to mark up your summer concert schedule, uh, uh, festival schedule, make sure that you save a spot for July 27th for Georgina Country Fest. Forrest, thank you very much for joining us. We appreciate it. Thanks so much. Appreciate your time today. And can't, uh, can't help but thank everybody in advance for helping support three charities in Georgina, Peaceful Hearts, 
the Military Museum, and the Georgina Farrell Cat Committee, three organizations that really do genuinely need our support. Thank you very much. Remember, everybody, festivals bring communities together. Thanks for listening to FIO on the Air, the voice of festivals and events in Ontario. Festivals and Events Ontario has entered the world of podcasting with FIO on the Air. Join us as we sit down and chat with the movers and shakers of the festivals and events community. The goal is to share insight, advice, planning techniques, and overall strategy with you, our FIO members. On the next podcast, would you like us to interview someone specific, cover a particular topic, answer a question? Let us know. FIO on the Air wants to give you what you need to succeed. Contact us now, Dave at festivalsandeventsontario.ca.